You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the Internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. This striped beanie shows the promise of synthetic spider silk by Elizabeth Stinson. A hat made from Rambouillet wool is a perfectly nice hat. The fiber, shorn from a Rambouillet sheep, is fine and soft. Not at all scratchy. They call it the American Merino, says Dan Widmeyer, the founder of Bold Threads, a biotech company that grows synthetic spider silk from yeast. Earlier this year, Bolt bought Best Made Company, a high-design outdoor brand that makes hand-painted axes and fancy toolboxes. It was an unexpected move. What did a biotech company want with a lifestyle brand anyway? It turns out, Bolt wanted to make a new kind of wool hat. For its first joint product, the companies are launching a limited edition version of Best Made Company's Cap of Courage, a 198-striped beanie that's made by combining Bolt's microsilk and Rambouillet wool. More than anything, the run of 100 caps is a proof of concept. It's a way to show that the elusive science behind crafting synthetic spider silk is no longer elusive. In fact, it's scalable enough that customers can walk into a store, pick up a spider silk hat, and wear it on their walk home. Five years ago, that would have been unthinkable. Spider silk is an ace of a material. It's soft, flexible, and strong as steel. But it's also a terror to produce en masse. Spiders, no surprise tend to cannibalize each other before they crank out enough silk to be useful. Scientists tried biosteel goats, animals that are genetically modified to produce the filament of a golden orb spider, but that proved untenable too. For more than a decade, Widmayer has worked on solving the problem by growing proteins that mimic spider silk and yeast. It's been one of those things that's often talked about as the next big thing, but never actually getting out in the hands of consumers. Widmayer says. And this year, he and his team of biologists got it right. In the spring, Bolt released its first product, a $314 tie made entirely from synthetic spider silk. The cap is its second official good, and Widmayer says this is just the beginning of what Bolt hopes to do with grown materials. 
We think the same process can make pretty much any protein-based material nature has evolved, he says. In the case of spider silk, Bolt designed its fiber to mimic dragline silk, the flexible Kevlar-strong filament that a spider extrudes when it repels. Analyze Bolt's fiber and natural silk, Widmayer says, and you'd see the same molecular makeup. All the things you observe scientifically are the same, he says. We just make it with a different process. Instead of harvesting silk directly from an arachnid, Bolt has figured out a way to brew it like beer. The scientists insert genes into yeast and then ferment the mixture with water and sugar. That solution is then purified into a silk protein powder and combined with a solvent so it takes on a molasses-like texture that can be squeezed through a dye to make long, thin fibers. It's spider silk without the spider, Widmayer says. Bolt used the same process to make fibers for its tie and hat, but there are key differences. Bolt's tie is made from a continuous filament yarn that's woven into a garment. It gives you a very clean, sleek face on the fabric, says Jamie Bainbridge, vice president of product development at Bolt. The hat, on the other hand, is made from spun yarn, which has an entirely different process. For the hat, Bolt's spider silk is chopped into four-inch-long pieces that are then entangled with the sheep's wool and twisted to create a thick, airy yarn that's meant to trap dead air and keep the head warm. To the average consumer, the cap of courage will look and feel like a regular hat. Up close, you can see the dyed rambouillet flecked with the white of Bolt silk, but there's really no way to tell you're wearing a wild new material. Bolt claims its fiber makes the hat softer, fluffier, and lighter than the all-wool original. Widmayer says it feels warmer, too, but as a scientist, he's hesitant to make any claims without empirical evidence. Mostly, though, you're paying for novelty. Bolt says eventually, after manufacturing scales up and the shiny newness of the material wears off, a hat and a tie will cost a whole lot less. For now, though, $200 will get you a hat made of lab-grown spider silk and the rights to brag about it. No one said early adoption didn't come at a price. This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure right now. We walk inside and it's raining. Our home is ruined. We couldn't live there. Our first concern was the kids. This was going to be hard on them. Chubb got us a place to stay in the same school district. Otherwise, it could have been a nightmare. Chubb turned a disaster into an adventure for our kids. And no one missed a day of school? Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.